Hello, welcome to the very first episode of Death Nerve, a horror movie podcast. Um, thank you very much for taking a punt on this new podcast. I know there's millions of podcasts out there, especially horror podcasts. So I really appreciate you taking a, taking a punt on this one. Thank you very much. Um, I'm Rob Saunders, I'm a massive horror film fan, and the idea of the podcast is I'll just be going around talking to interesting and funny people about their favourite horror films. Like all the best horror films, this is podcast is very low budget. It's literally just me with my little recorder going around chatting to people in different places. So the sound quality isn't the best. Uh, it's it's uh, it's fine though. I'll, try, I'll make it as, as listenable. That's the least I can do. We've got some really great people lined up to come and talk about their favourite films in this first like run of episodes. It's going to be really good. So keep an eye out for what ones we've got coming. In this first episode, I talked to the fantastic comedian Aidan Goatley about his favourite horror film, John Carpenter's The Thing, uh, which happens to be my favourite film of all time. Also, just after we started recording, the fire alarm went off, <laughs> so, as, as you'll hear. Um, but, like I said, very low-budget podcast. Uh, Aidan is amazing. He's a brilliant stand-up comedian I'm a, I, and, and a huge film fan. He's also like the nicest man in comedy, I'm sure, and the busiest man in comedy. He's always running in a new show, I'm sure of it. We actually start this podcast talking about his new uh, show, Ten Films with My Daughter, which is a new version of his excellent show, Ten Films with My Dad, a show that Aiden performed for ten years all over the world. It's really good. If you get a chance to go and see Aiden, please do, because he is brilliant. He's amazing and a, a really, really nice guy, a massive film fan. And he went out of his way to come and talk to me about the thing. So I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you coming to listen to this. So thank you very much. And yeah, enjoy the podcast. Thank you. Ten films you're saying the, the ten films of your daughter's the one you're yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, that's the the yeah, because I'm doing I got um this is gonna sound like a big name drop kind of thing. Yeah. I apologise, but um Ramesh Oh right um, yeah. who <laughs> Right, take two I think. <laughs> you were saying we were saying about the um ten films of my daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was doing um I'm trying to think of what next show to do, and um, I've done sort of because I go around and do uh, shows more than clubs usually. Yeah, because uh, nobody else will book me, <laughs> so I just book myself into theatres. <laughs> That's why I think. Yeah, well, yeah. And um, Ramesh uh, sent me a message, uh, texting message. We sort of text each other once every quarter. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he's not on telly. Oh god, like, which is never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, poor thing though. It's been, he's done just last seven television shows. And, <laughs> oh. uh, I feel sorry for him having it. And uh, he said, oh, quite funny, he texted me, he said, well, uh, do you mind if I give you some advice? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take some advice. <laughs> do it all up yourself. Yeah, 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 I'll take some advice from the guy who sold out the O2 three times. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, and he, he says, well, what you need to do is uh, do a, like a two-hour show hmm. um, with a gap in the middle, obviously, for audience. And then, you know, theatres will, will accept that more and you'll get bigger places. So, obviously, 10 films of my dad, which is my first show. Yeah. Um, which I've done well I stopped doing it I had stopped doing it yeah um, but 10 years of doing it on and off all over the world and um, so I thought oh 10 films of my daughter and then I could combine the two mm. so that's what that's oh, that's it's purely commercial it's got nothing to do with artistic merit or anything <laughs> total sellout total sellout yeah, yeah, yeah I wish <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so, so it's um, the thing that is whereas the first one 
was about how uh, father and son not communicating mm. and only talking through films. Uh, the second one is, uh, would the son of that relationship make the same mistakes with his own child? All right. And uh, the answer is obviously yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a whole different vibe because it's a different set of films and um, obviously. And, and also to, she's a different human being. You well, know, yeah, she yeah. Has, she's her own individual. So it's interesting working out uh, how it's sort of forming. Yeah. You've got an idea of how things will work. But then it's sort of, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it sounds great. Well, I mean, I've really liked 10 films with my dad. That's like, Thank you. Yeah, Thank really you. Like it. Well, she's she's really into horror stuff. Oh, that's good too. Uh, and because she's 15, we're now getting to the stage where we can, I mean, I'm sure she's probably watched a few things. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure. Well, some of the films I watched when I was 15, I definitely shouldn't have been watching when I was 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's on par with it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, so the things that was the, uh, I'm quite like, well, why can't I show her the thing? Why can't I show her the thing? You know, surely not. This would be absolutely fine. But she does, uh, she does horror makeup. Oh, wow. Um, My dream job. I always wanted to do that. She's she's actually, yeah. Well, recently, she just went to a friend of ours around, there was an open day in, we mentioned at Ealing Studios. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, where they actually have a uh, film makeup school. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, she went there and they had a great day in, Amazing, that's a dream. So she got a chance to do all this makeup, and um, someone said, Oh, who's the kid with a, with a nose that's all broken? And she said, No, she just did that this morning. That, that was amazing, yeah. a makeup prosthetic that she made. Wow. And was, so, proud dad. Yeah, I'll do it. But yeah, so I'm really looking forward to doing the show because um, A, I think that people will come because it, you know, it's the first show, mm. and because it's a, it's a simple thing, it's just about you know, a boy and his child. Yeah, it's just nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good. I mean, I know like a lot of people would say nice isn't a nice, a good description of something. But I think ten films of my dad, I would definitely describe it as nice. I know. Do you know what? It's being doing nice comedy because I can't do. No, you're not exactly an edgy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not edgy. I'd love to be able to do really. I love political satire. Yeah. That would be my. But I just can't. My brain doesn't yeah. function on stage to do that. So I like doing. I just like doing nice stuff. Yeah, I think I've, also I think if people, especially at a theatre show, if people are going out for a night out, yeah, just have a nice night out. They don't yeah. want to be shouted at for two hours, do they? I still do some shouting. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's the whole thing about having. Um, I think with with my shows, I thought well, there's enough really good comedians who do really good edgy stuff, mm. and they're great, and I love that stuff. Um, but like. You know me, what you do. Yeah. My stage persona or whatever, I've never quite cracked that yeah. element to be able to sell edgy stuff. I've tried, yeah. you know, it doesn't work for me. Um, and people kind of know the nice stuff, so they come for the nice stuff, and that's great. You know. Yeah. So there we go. Well, I mean, actually, we've already spoken about horror films already. The yeah. idea of a podcast is talk about horror films. Yeah. Are, you a, are you a horror film fan? Are you obviously a big film fan? I'm a big film fan. And the thing is, is that has to be a really good film yeah. for me to stop thinking about how they're making it. Yes. You know what I mean? And um, it, it's got to be something that's either sort of, it doesn't matter if the special effects are great, it's if the script and the actors sell it. Yes. Yeah. And if it's kind of thing. And the thing about um, some horror films, you know, I'm just not even going to bother. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then some, so it, it, I'm not, I would say, a huge horror fan. 
but you like the good stuff. But the good stuff and the stuff that you think, and even possibly stuff that you think, really. Um, but if it, you get it at the right, it's like with all films, if it gets you at the right moment, yeah. and if it becomes something like, like the thing for me, uh, the thing, yeah. um, was that came out in 1982. Mm. I was 11 at the time. Yeah. And they used to, I'm going to sound like, do you know the dangers of getting old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should explain to the listeners that I'm, I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm 48, and, which is just terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, I was fine. I was absolutely fine with being 48 to the friend of mine went, only 12 years till you're 16. Oh, yeah, that's worse than 50, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I swear? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, um, but yeah, they used to be, uh, you find yourself saying, they used to be, and oh, in our stories. I mean, I'm, well, I'm, I'm 35, uh, 35 and I, I did that, so it's... Yeah, but do you remember, um, I just remember Barry Norman's film show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, in, I remember in, you used to, you used to hear the theme tune, uh, which is um, uh, a track called I Wish I Knew How It Felt To Be Three by the Billy Taylor Trio. And that I would hear being played because like, I was staying up at night, you know, yeah. and I could hear it being on the TV downstairs because it was all ridiculously. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, but I remember coming downstairs once, and uh, maybe I was ill, or was, I don't know. But the TV was on, and I remember they showed a clip from the thing, and it was the the clip, or it was in the title sequence, and it was the the the, the, the special effect where the, the the monster is coming underneath the walkway. Oh, yeah. the, 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 the walkway is just going, you know, just like ricocheting up. And that image stuck with me for ages. And then it became like a video thing that you could yeah. watch because VHS really sort of came out 1984 ish. Yeah. Sort of thing where it really hit. And then that's when you would sort of go around to your mate's house and uh, he'd have a copy of Blade Runner because everyone had a copy of Blade Runner. <laughs> um, and then there was The Thing, was another film to yeah. watch. So, but yeah, it was like, fuck me, that's scary. I think mean, there's something about the um, those images from horror films. I used to buy like horror magazines from Angoria and stuff. Oh yeah. So like yeah, yeah. I would see these like photos of films. I wouldn't be, you know, I'd never be able to watch them. I'd never be able to rent them. Yeah. But yeah. it's like an image of like stuff from like, one of the Friday the Thirteenth sequels or whatever. Some sort of gory decapitation. I would just be obsessed. I need to see this film. Yeah. And it wouldn't be until you know until adulthood I would actually see it. It'd be. Kind of shitty, but yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it's when you do those things like the things that you remember when you were a kid and seeing clips, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes there's that one gem yeah. that really kind of sticks out. I remember um, I did, teenagers were awful for me. I hate, I had a really shitty, everyone has a shitty time. Oh, yes. Being a teenager is just shit. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. just awful. Um, I used to, on my own, when I was 14, 15, I used to uh, live in South London. Mm. And I would get a train into town on my own um, and just walk around West End. Yeah. Uh, which, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like now, but you could do what? Yeah. Um, and my parents did good fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was a poster shop mm. in uh, Soho. Um, and it was amazing. And they had all these stills. And this is, I don't know if it's still there, but it was, I doubt it. But it was a real collector thing. And I remember seeing um, Fangoria and all, all these kind of movies. And there was one image um, from one of the Halloween films, I think it was Halloween 3, with a needle going through. Uh, Halloween, Halloween 2. Halloween 2, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right, okay. <laughs> but that, that, when you say that, images that you yeah. stuck with you, yeah. that was one as well. well. I used to live near like a video shop, and they used to, when they took all their posters out, they used to sell them for a pound. 
So me and my brother used to go and buy the most lurid, horror film posters. Because he's older than me, he used to have these like horrible horror film posters in his room. I would be terrified to look at them. Oh yeah, I think having an older sibling who was into horror, that's, you know, he used to show me like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Street when I was like, and Evil Dead was the big one. He used to show me that when I was like, too young because used to just I couldn't get past the bit, you know, when they're uh, doing the uh, the car thing, the diamond parts, they're in the diamond, right. and then she sort of comes up as a dead eye, and I just couldn't get past that. <laughs> it was just too scary for me. I'm, I was 11. Oh, yeah. And I think I'm remembering this guy's name right, Jonathan Sweeney, right? And he and me went to his place, and he had a pirate copy, because everyone had a pirate oh, yeah. copy of The Evil Dead, and we watched it, and we started watching it. I think I can't remember exactly which point, but at halfway through, we both did that kind of not admitting that we were scared shitless, <laughs> yeah. but that kind of like, should we take this? Yeah, let's turn this off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> uh, they like, oh, look, it's Scooby Doo. Let's watch that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember thinking, this is, this is wrong. Yeah. Should we watch this? Kind of I think thing. there's something about like, a sort of a pirated VHS that adds to that sort of like sleaziness of it as well. Like, it's something you shouldn't yeah. be watching. Well, that film as well, because it was so low budget made yeah, as yeah. well. And then you add on the, the dodgy copy of yeah, the yeah. VHS uh, system. And then you just, uh, yeah, it adds to the whole thing. Plus, there's that Terry shouldn't be watching this. Yeah. And um, so I think. I think maybe with horror films, the, the trick is to like for degree is to bring you back to that feeling. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's like if it if it succeeds in in, in building up the tension and really, you know, if you if you get like a, a really good filmmaker like John Carpenter, you build up the tension, you build up, yeah. you, you you don't show everything. There's you know there's glimpses which give you enough yeah. of an indication. You don't really make it full on. Then that makes that really really scary. Yeah. Um, which is what Carpenter's just oh, geez. Geez. Uh, well, he's on four yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he's definitely got some clunkers some clunkers yeah. yeah and there's ones where you just go oh it's John Carpenter I want to have that yeah. Yeah. oh fuck off yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like oh it's Peter Fonda no 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 John I quite like what he's doing now he's just sort of he doesn't seem to be doing films but he's doing music with his son doesn't he yeah. just tours doing like, the old theme tunes how cool yeah, Because even those crappy films have amazing scores because he just don't, you know, give him a synthesizer, you know, just sound brilliant. Exactly. And, and what a life to lead. Oh, okay. yeah. just that He's, I mean, he made the thing, he can do whatever he wants now, do you know what I mean? Quite frankly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kind of peaked at that point. Yeah. Oh, and, um, it's although, a good, good ones after it. Yeah, although he didn't do the soundtrack for the No, it was uh, any more kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which was nominated for a Razzie at a school. Really? Yeah, nominated for a Razzie. Good God! Because oh, yeah. right. something we talked about was how, like, that when it came out, you said you saw Barry Norman talking about it. You saw it on, yeah, yeah. Like, but it was universally panned when it came out. It was a huge flop, wasn't yes. it? The thing, yeah, it was a massive flop, yeah. and it was only VHS, yeah, so it was boomed at the time, which really saved it. Yeah. And the fact that everyone was able to look back at it and go, guys, this is pretty good, yeah, because um, it was a B movie based based on an old Howard Hawks film, yeah. Uh, which is in the same setup and, and whatever, although very cheesy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what that was called. Is that called the thing from Thing from another world? Yes, yeah, yeah. based on a, a short story from another world. I think called Who Goes There? Which I've never read it, uh, yeah. Yeah. but we can sound like we have. Oh, yeah, okay. Hey, let's just I've read Wikipedia. So. On, let's edit that bit. Because it's based on a novella <laughs> called uh, Who Goes There? Oh, of course. Yeah. 
I'm sure you've read it. Oh, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just, it's that dum dum, you know that yeah. um, that 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 score. It's almost like it's Eddie more kind of doing John Carpenter. Yeah, exactly. all, yeah. yeah he, he's doing a spot on the job. <laughs> yeah. He's absolutely there. Um, but it's even like the font yeah. of the title sequence, just the, the, and it's very. Uh, it's only that black screen, white front. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just everything about it. Just even the, the first frames are just perfect. Yes, and it's just such a great setup. Oh, it's, yeah, it's it is genius. It's my also my favorite, not only favorite horror, my favorite film of the night. Yeah, oh wow, it's just there for oh, you. Yeah. That thing, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> worthwhile. Yeah, it's pretty cool because the. Um, I'm trying to, everything's popping into my head about it, but I love, um, I love the, just the setup is so good. The fact that they, they got, you got time to get to know the characters in this setup, and the fact that it's very much in that um, same sort of not world, but same sort of ethos as Alien. Yeah, they're workers. Yeah, they're not it's blue collar. Yeah, they may be scientists, but they're they're just working yeah. and they're doing a job. And they're there to do a job. They're not there for adventure. They're not there for anything. And obviously, Kurt Russell is there just to chew the scenery. <laughs> yeah. um, and he's fantastic. Oh, he's brilliant. He sells it. Like, I think that's the reason it, the film works so much. Is well, the special effects are like phenomenal. But I think having those actors, how they react to those gruesome special effects. If they couldn't sell it, it that yeah. film would just fail. Well, even before. You, the special effects. Yeah. The, you, I want to see a film where we find out where McCready, uh, which is the Kurt Russell character, got that hat. Because <laughs> that's a, a full-on Mexican it's, yeah. like soldier. Yeah. It's, where the hell is that bandita hat come from? <laughs> I'd love to know. Yeah. You, but it's details like that. He wears the leather jacket, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. So is he is he army? Is he ex-army? Yeah. You know, Royal Air, not Royal Air Force. <laughs> is he ex Air Force? You know. Um, and then you, you think, and then. You know, out of nowhere, this dog just runs towards the, the you know, mm. and there's the, the helicopter with the guy shooting it, and their reaction is, "What the fuck is going on?" Genius, yeah, brilliant, like a brilliant setup. And when did when did you first see it? You said you were you saw this image on Barry Norman. Yeah, uh, I saw when it. did you actually saw it when it was on VHS? No, 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 I it was on TV. Oh right, because yeah. I remember they had a run of films, and I shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> they had. Um, uh, Alien, and this must have been about 86, 87, it was on proper TV, and there was um, Alien, and then Damien Omen 2, yeah. <laughs> um, which was scary, and then obviously The Thing, and I had an old black and white TV with a dial tuning like aerial, so you had to actually tune in the aerial, yeah, yeah. and it had a... Um, the, the aerial was always broken though, so you'd have a wire coat hanger stuck in the yeah. back of it. Uh, and this TV was, and you sat there, you turned the darkness down uh, because you didn't want your mum and dad to see your light through yeah. the doorway. And uh, I sat there in my bed um, with this thing virtually under the duvet, uh, watching these films and absolutely terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the bit in, in Damien Owen 2 where the, which is a, a trash film. Uh, but you know, reflection you watch it, but it's well, I love a trash film, so it's oh, fine. Oh, no, no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love the, it, it, when you're watching, you go, This is amazing because you know, you're 11 <laughs> uh, yeah. or 14 or whatever it is. Like, you know, it's for a 14 year old, it's like, Oh my god, and um, the bit where the um, 
in, in Damien number two, the, the guy who has some blood of Damien discovers that it's jackal blood. <laughs> um, and he's in the lift, and the lift breaks, and then it, uh, if you remember the sequence, the lift breaks. It's been a while since I've seen it, to be fair. Well, it, the, he gets in the lift, and all the <laughs> music starts playing, so you know he's in trouble. And then, um, and then the, uh, the wires, for some reason, there's a wire that goes across the top of the lift, and it swoops down and chops him in half. Yeah, I remember. You remember that? Oh, who would forget it, to be fair? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, and that bit there is for you know watching it later like ooh, no. um, but that was when I probably watched the thing for the first time wow that sounds yeah. like I really miss the sort of films being on telly like something special yeah. when like, a film you really like was on telly well it, or a film you'd be dying to see like, yeah. it used to be it would be in the cinema but you didn't get to see it yeah you'd have to wait for it like years for it three, to come three, on telly three, yeah. and then it would, and then because remember the Christmas movie yeah yeah and because you, you used to have to wait for years and then there would be the big Christmas yeah. movie and you won't have seen it because it won't have been on DVD yet it won't have been a thing because they used to have different rules then so it was like years until they got TV rights and yeah. video rights or whatever so it used to be a big event and now um, obviously with Netflix and things are just accessible yeah. however I still maintain that films are infinitely better with adverts in them oh no I don't you disagree with that no no even, <laughs> no 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 if you own the DVD, yeah. there are rules to this. Okay. Right? Okay. If you own the DVD and it's 11 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. suddenly you'll want to watch that film just because yeah. it's on. And th- this also comes into the phenomenon, which has got nothing to do with horror. It could be horror films, but what I, ca- what I call the 11 o'clock movie. Yeah. Right? Now, there are movies that are great that you can watch anytime, whatever. And there's movies that you think at the start of 11 o'clock, and you start watching it and you go, oh, I've heard about it, I'll give it a watch. Now, the first 45 minutes of that film is superb, right? It draws you in, it gets you going, you're there, you're up for it, you're stuck through the adverts if it's on ITV or whatever, but you're with it, right? Okay? And then 11.45, where technically you really should go to bed, right? You go, I'll stay up and watch the next act, right? I'll wait till the next commercial break. And that's where it gets you, because then it just slightly drops down a little bit in quality, right? Uh, to the point of which, when it gets to the final section, where you have to go, I'll just stay, and I'll go, go, go to see what happens in the end. It's utter shit <laughs> at the end. So that's why an 11 o'clock movie. Yeah, yeah. Damien Owen 2, two is definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. an 11 o'clock movie. Um, but, uh, but yeah, not the thing, though, which is obviously... Uh, which is what we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's I'm sure I could just let you go off and talk about films for a few hours. Before you go get drink. Yeah, go get coffee. <laughs> yeah, time to eat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the yeah, and everything. Then you just the special. Oh, Rob Bottin did the special effects, yeah. didn't he? And uh, famously, he drove himself a bit nuts. I think, I think everyone on the set of that film yeah. went up. So he did film it like in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, I did, didn't they? They, they yeah. really did sort of have a thing. Did you know I was reading up some things on IMDb because mm. I'm cheat. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, if you work in one of the research centres in Antarctica, apparently one of the traditions is to watch the thing. Oh, God, yeah. You do what I mean? When they do these secret cinema screenings, yeah, they yeah. should helicopter load of people out to like the Antarctic. <laughs> but could you imagine you're going to work oh, God, right, yeah. in the Antarctic, right? Okay. And you go with all the scientists, all the Antarctic, and someone says, goes, You have to watch this before. You know what I mean? Yeah. What kind of, what kind of setup comes before that? You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, can I pop watch a film? You know, what if they go, You have to watch this film? <laughs> they just lock you in this room and make you watch the film. <laughs> Fuck am I doing to these people? Shit, <laughs> for six months. God, yeah. 
you know, I think there would be something special about watching it I mean, in that environment though, wouldn't there? Would be that would be great yeah. that would be really quite terrifying <laughs> yeah but I got to Mexican hat oh definitely you're full um, McCready full yeah, McCready yeah, yeah. I'm working on the beard <laughs> um, so that would be pretty cool because uh, he was the helicopter pilot wasn't he yeah. so, so that was the, the reason why he was there but um, and then they go to the Norwegian Sight, don't they? Yeah, I think that there's like a Norwegian helicopter that's chasing the dog. And yeah, they, yeah. yeah, and they don't understand him because he's talking in Norwegian. Yeah, they shoot him yeah. uh, because they're Americans. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously the dog is infected, isn't it? So they're having yeah. a plot point. So well, we're talking it. about the actors, isn't it? Even that dog is an amazing actor. The dog is probably the best actor. The best actor. There's that scene where it's just going through, like they're in like the commissary room or whatever, playing cards, oh, yeah. and it's just walking through. And there's something about the dog's face where it's just it looks evil. It does. It's it? a lovely, cute, like husky sort of dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something about it. You know that that's there's yeah. something off. Yeah. I don't know how like you get a dog to sell sell that. You, you can imagine like they're cut and the dog will start all right. Can I do another one? He's trying to do moody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, even that dog is amazing. Somebody, yeah. And then even the, the, the comedic characters, uh, uh, I mean, that, the scene, that, which is obviously the standout scene in the whole film, is where they test the blood types. Yeah, it's my favourite scene in any oh, film, yeah. And, and the tension and the cut and the, when, you know, it, you know they got the, the Petri dishes with everyone's sample of blood in it. Um, and then just the reaction when it does eventually, you know, the tension is released. Oh, it's, it's so well done, that scene. It's, oh, like, yeah, it's unbelievable. It, the, 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 you know, even without, and that's the thing I maintain, the reason what makes it such a great film is even without the special effects, the scenes that build up yeah. to those bits and whatever are amazing. Well, that's John Carpenter, you know, they watch the theme, but not the theme, sorry, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Halloween, it's not very special effect gore movie. No, but it works. I'm, I think there's probably like a drop of blood, and there's a bit where you see a knife go in, and that's it. Like there's no gore or special effects in that film. It works so well just for how it's directed and the yeah. pacing and everything. The music, especially. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I love um, uh, Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, my yeah. Which is just yeah. When you first see that film, you're watching it and you think because the quality of the film. I, I, I don't know if there's been a, a, a remastered version. There's a really good Blu-ray song. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I have to, have to touch that. <laughs> uh, because the, the, you know, the really grainy thing and then the, the whole build-up um, of that is just great. Because that's a Western, effectively. Yeah. And it, but it's a quality Western. It's, well, John Carpenter always said that's what he didn't want to make horror films. He wanted to make Westerns. And he sort of just, because he made Halloween and that's what broke him. He's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuck yeah. doing that. Stuck doing that, yeah. didn't but, uh, but, yeah, but he's made some bad ones, though, hasn't he? Later, I think his first sort of batch up to like after Halloween, it was the fog, wasn't it? And I think it was the thing after that, right? Yeah. And then let's let's find it's IMDb. Let's IMDb this fucker. Yeah, there's I think there's the first batch up until um, the thing. What did you go after the thing? Was it um, big? Oh well, no, obviously Escape from New York was before the thing, wasn't it? Escape oh, from yeah, New York. Well, Escape from New York is just quality. Again, another one of my favourites. I'm a big John Carpenter fan. If you had Although, the I, I kind of picked it up. <laughs> uh, although uh, I love, I, I'm sure the irony of the fact that you know Kurt Russell wearing leggings. Um, <laughs> he uh, still looks cool. Like, not many people look cool in leggings. Do, do you not think that I don't think he looks cool? Do you not, no. walk, do you not walk away from this conversation while thinking Aiden does think uh, Kurt Russell looks cool in this guy? He's as cool as fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he's wearing leggings. leggings yeah. um, which I always found quite 
it's oh, superheroes wear leggings. They're, they're pretty cool. So. I'm, I'm again, again. <laughs> I am not uh, wishing to count aspersions upon the leggings for ten. <laughs> uh, just merely given uh, the the age of the <laughs> film uh, and the time when it was set, leggings may not have necessarily <laughs> been uh, the the Duriger <laughs> outfit of the action hero at the time. <laughs> Literally, uh, well, there's the far future of 1997, isn't it? Stephanie? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, we were we were in Legends in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you watch that. Was it um, the other one that's turned out to be really, really uh, quite pressing Is the Running Man? Yeah, which is set in 2017. Yeah, and um, the game show was on. So you and it's like you watch it now. And it's almost like a spot-on political satire yeah. for, for now. That's a, a film that shouldn't hold up, but it does, I think, right about like, Bits of it do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other bits where they kind of go, look, we look, they just film this really darkly, so you can't see the <laughs> fact that we're in the same bit of shed yeah, yeah. that we've been in for... The weirdest thing about Running Man is that Mick Fleetwood's in it as himself. Is he himself? Yeah. Uh, it's not really explicitly said, because they say that he's called Mick in it. Yeah. And he's aged up, he's like older in it. And uh, there's loads of things he says, oh, they destroyed my music when they took over. And yeah, and his credits are like, well, I'm pretty sure Mick Fleetwood is supposed to be Mick Fleetwood. There's a bizarre. This is popped in my head. This is, this is, uh, 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 <laughs> this is going to be a weird. Really? Um, <laughs> of, of bizarre cameos of people possibly playing themselves in the uh, Kevin Costner film, The Postman. Have you seen that? Yeah, what, uh, my good friend Tom Barrett, well, he loves that film, he defends that film to me a lot. I mean, it's an okay film. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shit film, but it's an okay film. Now that is an 11 o'clock movie, but it's so bloody long it hits a 2 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because that's an 11 o'clock movie, because that's the perfect example. It kind of sets up and you go, oh, this is getting a bit toshy, but you, you know, but it's made in, you know, the budget's there. But Tom Petty appears in it. Of course, yeah. All that happens is that Tom Petty is then this, he gets uh, the postman turns up at this one township, and uh, and at one point uh, Tom Petty character you know, looks at Kevin Costner goes, uh, I know you, you're the postman, and uh, Kevin Costner looks and goes, I know you too, you used to be someone or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, wow. it's just like you just know that one oh. day Kevin Costner was like, my mate Tom's here, can we? Uh, oh, I think there was someone higher on the list. They worked down and got to Tom Petty eventually. (laughs) Keith Richards, man, sorry, keeps busy. Um, Yeah, (laughs) he's doing Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's odd as well. Yeah, weird, weird setups. I really think that was a weird franchise. I I, I like the OEMs in the first one. I'm not really. It's not worth it. Not my sort of thing, really. No, no. I mean, I didn't. Enjoy the first one that mm. much, but I thought, I thought if they made just a straight pirate movie, yeah, without the ghosts and goblins or whatever, then it would have been great. Mm. Um, and then, but then, yeah, it just got weirder and weirder. And yeah, I've heard some of the later ones are odd. Oh, it just what? Well, are they rebooting that? Are they are everything? Probably, yeah. Anything that's made over a billion, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll make another one. Do another one, we'll fine. Well, well, the, the thing they do at the minute is do a reboot of a film. Give it the same name, but it'll actually just be a sequel to that film. Like the new Halloween. It's called yeah, Halloween, but yeah. it's a sequel to Halloween. I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's good. good, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I really like it. I heard, I heard good things. Yeah, it is good. It's, it's exactly what we think it will be, to be honest. It's a Halloween movie, yeah. 
Sometimes that's what you yeah. need. You need it's much better than like the sort of four and five, you know. The, oh god, yeah. yeah. The ones with Paul Rudd's first film was five, I think, or six. <laughs> yeah, really? Was it? No, yeah. Not for you. Uh, everyone's got to do those, I suppose, in the early part of their career. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or I'd do it in any part of my career. Or I'd be in a slasher movie, you know, like, oh, wouldn't it be great? Whenever. It'd be my dream to be killed by like a masked slasher in a film. I, mean, sort of. I had a long standing dream that, yes, it would be lovely to be an actor in like big films and, you know, or even little films. Adverts, and um, but I have this long-standing dream, uh, which you know could still be fulfilled, and that's to be either a technician in the background of a James Bond film. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, like Q's lab. Yeah, yeah. There's always that guy in a white coat getting thrown across the room. (laughs) That's the job I want to do. I I want to be one of those, or in the background of an episode of Doctor Who. Oh right, yeah. Um, I suppose I need like Cardiff, isn't it? They still that. Well, yeah, I just turn <laughs> up and yeah. be in the background, uh, which would be pretty cool. Uh, so that'd be awesome. That would be my like dream thing. Yeah, uh, be it a horror film or whatever, but James Bond film, just in the background of a James Bond film. Yeah. That'd be great. Right. As I was saying, the thing was universally like hated. Really. Okay, yes, but yeah. one of my favourite things to do is like read one star reviews on IMDb. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong. I mean, I was very happy when they got rid of the IMD message boards. They were they were bad. Oh, they were horrible. Yeah. yeah, but the still you can still like user generated reviews and some of them are I pick the best one I could find for the thing. I'll see if you agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you will. Um, so it's one star, and the headline is juvenile B movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kind of is, but yeah. so far. So <laughs> very slow and talky. It sets up the uh, acting is bad. Oh, mm. as we discussed, the dog is, is very good. You know, acting is bad when actors stand around and every time someone says something, they stare at each other. <laughs> so, uh, all those nuanced yeah, looks, exactly. Those are stare at each other. Yeah. What does he expect them to do? Like, yeah. Suddenly, guards. The whole film relies solely on a few scenes with the transformation of the alien creature, which are too gross to be scary. Right. Yeah. This is this was my favourite bit. Sorry, too gross to be scary. Yeah. I mean, like if you were sat there and something kind of started transforming, you're like, oh, I'm shooting myself, I'm shooting myself, myself, and then if you got to a level of grossness, you go, that was good anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's too gross. My, my plateau is good because that's just gross. Yeah, if I saw one of those beasts from the thing, it's yeah. pretty gross. Oh, I'm scared. Yeah, coming towards you because it's yeah. so gross. Yeah. I'm not scared. I'm just disappointed <laughs> in your behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a bit the end of the film, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, why would an alien travel to Earth just to be buried under ice for a hundred thousand years and then turn into grotesque monsters that are good for nothing? <laughs> that was their game plan. Imagine they go, all right, Dave, uh, we've got a mission for you. Also, uh, right, we're going to send you to a planet and uh, we're going to bury you in ice for 150,000 years. <laughs> Uh, when uh, when it comes up, we want you to go with Plan A. Oh, was that uh, the uh, just 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 destroy things for no reason? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's not a sentient organism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, additionally to being badly made, this movie is meaningless. Oh, that's just wrong. Yeah. What what was the username of that person? Um, 
I don't have it on there. Does it? No, I probably don't. Just recap it. If I click on it on the actual website, I probably would. Yeah. yeah. I would like to see what other films they like. Do you know what that would be? Oh, do you know what actually? I'm thinking. Fuck this horror film podcast. <laughs> what you should do is find the the, the one star IMDb ratings and see what other films these people yeah. think. So you would choose a film, right? Yeah. And then okay, and find a one star because there's a one star review for every film. Oh my god, yeah. Right, okay. And then find out what other reviews this. Is. So each episode of the podcast is this one reviewer. So they become slightly famous for being an asshole, and see what we have to do is rate to see whether they're correct on any of those films. Well, that's the podcast. That's that. Are you going to come up with this uh, new format? Yeah, you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. I'm making that. <laughs> but I'm setting out like Alexandra Palace or whatever. With yeah, that yeah. I'll yeah. be there for my ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. find this. Uh, this review and see. Find the review. You've got to find the review and find out what else this guy's come up with. <laughs> because uh, otherwise it's it's not um <laughs> I was we were trying to find why the films is directed. Uh, oh yeah, the um, other John Carpenter film. I can't remember the order of them, which I definitely should. Now, I'm pretty sure it was Escape from New York and then the thing. Well he did Elvis, he did a TV movie about Elvis. And that's when he first worked with Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah, uh, which I've never seen it's probably the only uh, one of the only John Carpenter ones I've got seen is, uh, is that thing. I'm pretty sure it was um, Escape from New York and The Thing what did he do after The Thing? ok I've got, I've got the list I've got the list I've got it here alright here yeah, guys so we have Dark Star oh, which yeah, was obviously his first film which is a student film yeah and then uh, got expensive with Dan O'Bannon isn't it yeah. went on to Brian yeah. Lee yeah. and one of my favourite horror films you know Return of the Living Dead oh yeah, yeah yeah which is a, a phenomenal yeah. film again yeah. you'd think it would be a piece of trash or something like that no but it's, it's fucking brilliant it's awesome. unbelievable so then Assault on Precinct 13 then Halloween uh, then a TV movie then Elvis then The Fog then Escape from New York then The Thing then Christine. Oh yeah, a good, pretty solid film, Christine. It's not the, the best, but yeah, I remember seeing it. It's a Stephen King film, so undoubtedly the setup's great and the ending shit. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it with him? Good, good, good ideas. He's great. Like, every single see, every time I've read a Stephen King book, the brilliant. Yeah. Up until halfway through, yeah, yeah. actually, Stephen King is the author of the Eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> because halfway through, that yeah, book, definitely, you yeah. go. Oh, Lions. what's happening now? I've always wanted to read it. Always wanted to read yeah. it. It's such a huge tome. Like, yeah. I recently thought, oh, I'm just going to download the audio book. It's 44 hours long. Holy shit. I've got like four and a half hours for it. And you know the last four hours is just it's very disappointing. It's probably going to be the last like 20 hours. It's the, the dodgiest bit in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. About yeah. Uh, so the last one Starman. Oh, yeah. Which I it's like a family film, right? Like yeah. Family, yeah, yeah. But it was a moderate hit. Then uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, which I'm a big fan of. Oh, <laughs> top silly film. Yeah. Uh, in which the hero, Kurt Russell, is the biggest wuss <laughs> yeah. in the world. And his sidekick is the one who does all the, yeah. all the uh, work. Yeah. Really There's a great comic book series, Old Man Jack. All right. I, mean, I, I, I know. I was in uh, I was at London Comic Con the other day, and I didn't have enough money, annoyingly. But they had uh, Old Man Jack, and they've taken the character... And like old man Logan, yeah, oh, right, yeah, put him in his head, so he's still oh, against the same yeah. thing. But I have to chuck that down. Uh, Prince of Darkness. It's a film I really like. But That's uh, one of them. Then they live. Yeah, another good one again, model. which is a great one. And then we get to the, the dangerous one. We get to <laughs> Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Oh yeah, Chevy Chase, right? Yeah. yeah. 
and then in the mouth of madness oh that's another one I've never seen I've which, never, yeah, which is that's there. one that people rate yeah they, they, they do rate Village of the Damned yeah. uh, Escape from LA mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampires <laughs> oh yeah and then Ghosts of Mars oh god well, which, fun fact about Ghosts of Mars it was god. supposed to be an Escape from New York sequel Oh, really? It was supposed to be Escape from Mars, and it was going to be the is it Jason Statham? Yeah, yeah. he was that was the Kurt Russell character. Oh my that god, was Snake Whiskey, and, and that yeah. would have been awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the fact that the only redeeming feature of Ghost of Mars is it has Jason Statham and Ice Cube, <laughs> yeah, and Pam Grier, and Pam. Oh yeah, and then we get to nothing for years. And he did a film with the Ward, didn't he? Like, uh, the Ward, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, twenty ten, which is. It was the best thing about it was watching it and then the John Carpenter font for the credits, you know, the, yeah. he always used that sign typeface. And it was like, I was like, oh, John Carpenter, and then the film started. And then that's it. Yeah, and now he just does music with his son. Bastard. Yeah. But like, he made the thing. If he made the thing, you can... You can, you can do the soundtrack of many, I mean, all the different films, that he's, I mean, the quality ones are quality. Yeah. Um, but you just know that they could be, oh, absolutely love the thing. I mean, it's just... Again, like you said, what did you think of the sequel stroke prequel? Oh, I'm not, I'm, yeah, not a fan. Have you, have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. I'm, I'm, do you know, I've got this thing where I'm not, I'm not saying it's brilliant. Yeah. Right? Um, but I'm not, you know, you get a lot of fans of a lot of things who are very, very, very uh, yeah. you know, passionate yeah. and they're defensive about everything and everything. Release the Snyder Cut, you know, and <laughs> all this kind of thing. Um, but I'm not um, I'm not precious about yeah. things and I think that if someone could take something and make something of it make it different yeah. so it's like you know when comics films are made and they haven't I, I don't care mm. if it's a good film it's a yeah. good film do you know what I mean so I thought that it was an interesting idea and I thought it was done quite well yeah um, there was no point in it yeah. it didn't need to exist as a thing but I thought as a film it wasn't too bad it was okay, but it does the thing that... Three out of five. Yeah, okay, that sounds fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it, it's a passable yeah. hour and a half, you know. Yeah, it does that thing where a lot of prequels do, where like, the scariest thing in... Well, not the scariest thing in the thing, but yeah. one of the scary bits is when they're in that Norwegian base. Yes. And you see, like, the axe of the wall, and you see the guy with like, who's killed himself, and that's, like, terrifying. You don't need to know what happened there. Yeah. But then this film goes and explains that. Yeah. So it's sort of like yeah, I mean, undermines the sort of scariness of them going. Yeah, I'm mean, with the like, Prometheus. When oh. you watch Alien, the space jockey, that huge ship, yeah. is terrifying. Yeah. I don't need to know any more about it. No. I don't need to know that there's these weird architect aliens. So what the fuck was going on there? And it was so funny. They obviously had like two scripts that they put together. There was yeah. the first script, which was just this weird kind of like, oh, we could space angels and. Um, and then someone went, look, we've got to make an alien film. Yeah, well, really, Scott's involved. We should put some alien in it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then when the big machines are crashing down, don't run sideways. Um, <laughs> yeah. What a dreadful film that was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see Alien Covenant? The oh, I did, yeah. It's pretty you bad. You kind of, you kind of just, because those films are so good. The first two yeah. are just amazing. And because you got that, that kind of just wanted so much for it to get back yeah. to something like a really weird I'm fucking Ridley Scott I really wish he hadn't made those films because Neil Blomkamp who did yeah, yeah, he was doing the sequel to Aliens wasn't he yeah. oh, which would have been would great because yeah. have you seen Terminator Dark Fate I've not seen it yet no 
I enjoyed it. Oh, really? I did. Yeah, I need to see it. I just again, like with Alien and uh, and uh, Terminator, and I understand why they keep sort of fucking them up though. Like well, the, the premise, like Terminator, the premise, like Alien. Yeah. Well, if you Alien yeah. Three fucked it up by killing off new yes before because that was the whole setup. Exactly. That yeah. was going to be. That would have been amazing. I was really ready for that, and everyone was really ready for that. Instead, obviously, the, the what happened behind the scenes is yeah. you know it's like David Fincher's you know everything went wrong there. And I think that was the same with the, with the Terminator. With Terminator Three, the ending is actually yeah, weak as fuck. The yeah, it's actually like quite a, like for the rest of the film is drops. I think, but that ending yeah. is but right really. For I, would, I, I, army I would suggest, and this is a this is a thing to put out there. If they removed the just the one three second scene where he puts on those stupid fucking spangly sunglasses, um, and then that was it. If they yeah. cut that bit, I bet you everyone would go, "It's not a bad film." Yeah, it's just the fact that they played it for laughs. Yeah, too much. Um, I guess because what was like Arnie doing at that sort of time? That was probably when he was doing all his comedy films, his sort of family, you know, kindergarten yeah. cop type films, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But then it does get darker as it goes on. Uh, Dark Fate I think does quite well because isn't that be the same similar thing to that Halloween thing where it's yeah. like they ignore all the sequels and it's just a sequel to to yeah. Yeah, yeah and as that it kind of works yeah um, but if you go with zero expectation yeah I might uh, if it's still at the cinema isn't it because of a huge flop yeah, right there's, so, yeah. there's a couple of bits that you kind of go no yeah um, but there's, there's a, I mean I mean there's, there's a couple of lines in it Arnie does a couple of lines in it which made me raw yeah, well, just yeah, generally, I was always into it. I confess, I may in several years' time be confronted with this audio, <laughs> and you go, mate, you like Terminator Dark Fate. I'm not judging anything you say. Clearly, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I sort of get it though, because again, I you know, I watch all these sort of horror film sequels that yeah. are they're absolute garbage, almost unwatchable. Totally. I, I defend them. Like my favourite Friday the Thirteenth film is Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. <laughs> is that Jason Lives? <laughs> Jason Lives. Yeah, it's, it's good. Sorry, you should uh, yeah. check it out. It's exactly I think cool. I think I've seen. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen all of them. Yeah, uh, it's like the um, the Freddy Freddy uh, Krueger films as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, I have a soft spot for all of them as well. So, I know, yeah. but that's the thing. <laughs> and it, it's. Um, I always maintain that it's very you know people go oh I've heard it's shit and I've heard it's whatever um, by all means take people's opinions as to whether you go see a film or not but really make your own judgement yeah oh yeah because there are films that people love and that's their thing it yeah. really speaks to them because there's what I love about films is that there's moments in cinema or whatever that um, you know you see it at the right moment or you see it with the right person yeah or whatever's going on in your life least that moment I've got one that is undoubtedly a shit film oh, right. but um, I saw it at a moment I saw it at excuse me I was at uni and it was showing and it was a, a press screening and I worked for the student mag at the time mm. and it was 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning I was going through a particular bad bout of depression at the time and I sat down and I watched this film thinking this is going to be shit and I loved it and it cheered me up and I loved it and it was Blues Brothers 2000 oh my god <laughs> I wasn't expecting that <laughs> now I can guarantee you that that is a shit film oh yeah it's appalling and <coughs> I think John Landis is another director that's made some absolute gold and some oh. absolute drops I mean and it's it's by the numbers it's terrible the 
plot is whatever. <laughs> um, the plot is the same as the original one, but whatever. It's more like magic in it, right? Is there like a voodoo uh, prince in it or something? Oh, uh, it's borderline racist. Yeah. It's, it's just, if you stop to think about it, it's bloody awful. <laughs> um, but for some reason, I watched it a particular time and I yeah. loved it, yeah. you know, and it just hit me in the right moment. And it's the same with your horror films or with any, you know, Terminator Dark. Yeah. If you catch a film at the right time, and that's what I love about cinema, is that it will find its audience. Yes. And, and, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's what's happened to the thing as well, really. Is yeah, exactly. There we go. We've bought yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Woo! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't think we'd be talking about Blue Fronts 2000. Yeah, a horror podcast. I don't about horror podcast. I mentioned horror once. The horror of Blue Fronts 2000. But yeah, no, it does, and then, and then people can, can, not that people are ever going to look back on that film, but, um, you know, people quite rightly look back at the thing and realise that, that this is yes, good, yeah. this is a good yeah. film, and uh, I can't wait to show my daughter the Yeah. Film. Well, you say your daughter's been into, like, horror and stuff, have you yeah. sat and watched, like, any sort of particular horror films with her, or well, we, introduced any of the films you're into? You see, the problem is my wife's quite strict. Oh, right, okay. So, um, I mean, I as well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we, we've sort of done 15 films now, yeah. we do 15, and uh, she's watched a lot of 15 films on Netflix, and mm. she's been pretty good on that, I'm not watching 18, that many 18, but we did take, we saw Joker, we did oh, yeah. see Joker, because that was her first 15 film yeah. in the cinema, which I thought is a, a definite rite of passage yeah, to yeah. and um, I thought it was dreadful. Um, did you not like it? Oh, God, I was bullshit. I thought that it was... Um, just very basically Taxi Driver plus King of Comedy plus Fight Club yeah and then the bits where the Batman element came in just threw it if, yeah. if you didn't have the Batman element in it yeah. it was just a study of a psychological breakdown of whatever I would have probably yeah. preferred, enjoyed it more and this is coming from a guy you know, I'm a huge comedy book fan um, but yeah I just hated it so much my daughter laughed the whole way through <laughs> Really? Just a, bit, a little bit unnerving. A little bit unnerving. <laughs> a little bit worrying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, maybe something to do with the fact that I've raised her to become Batman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Batman. Um, yeah, that was a bit disturbing. Yeah. She just laughed. But her thing is to laugh at things, and I think it's a, a defence mechanism. Mm. She laughs at stuff. Yeah. And so when, fucking, um, people haven't listened, when he, uh, you know, you think he's going to kill the, 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 the short guy. Yeah. And uh, she was just laughing her head off in that bit. People were looking at her going, what is wrong with your child? <laughs> and there is actually humour there. Yeah, know? well, there is, yeah. But that scene in particular, because I mean, I thought the film was okay. I didn't think it was, yeah. you know, I thought it was all right. But um, that scene in particular, I thought was really good. It was. It reminded me of, like, one of these sort of sleazy, like, Henry Portrait of Serial Killer type films. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sort of feel to it. And now knowing that your daughter was guffawing at it, yeah. <laughs> Unsettling. <laughs> I think I think put it this way, I think at the point two things are gonna happen. Either she's gonna become an artistic genius or uh, we'll find her on the top of a tower with a high powered rifle. I know it's um, a very fine line between both to be fair. It's a fine line. It's a fine line. Uh, oh you took me to see Joker <laughs> Why do you think the Joker I was totally offside there, but why do you think the Joker was such a huge thing? Why do you think it really took off? I think it was a huge thing because it was sold brilliantly. Yeah. Um, because I mean I, I sat in the cinema and obviously it was sold and it, it, the concept it's great you take uh, a villain 
and uh, you do a backstory to that villain and you make it, I don't, you can't see me, but in brackets, <laughs> real. Yeah. So you put it in the real world. You, you know, having that sort of psychological, how does the character become that mad person mm. at the end? It's all what comics have been doing for years anyway. It's exactly. a bunch of different yeah. interpretations of characters. And it's the same sort of fresh take, fresh take with regards to cinema. Uh, as Batman Begins yeah. because Batman Begins was the first one where they went oh we're doing a superhero film seriously yeah. you know real world how, how yeah. would it work in the real world and Batman Begins obviously does it very well and Joker to an extent does it well as well right but I think it was huge because the marketing because everyone went oh it's really you know either it's really violent or it's you know and that brought people yeah. in and also it's shocking it's uh, or, or you know the advertising campaign was excellent I remember watching the audience because I was so bored because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's like you said if you read the comics you, you've seen yeah, yeah. times and I was looking at the audience and you could see there were certain audience members sort of going what the fuck what yeah. is going on here because yeah. it's slow yeah well, I guess if you're used to like the sort of other DC movies if you're a big fan of these Zack Snyder films and stuff, I don't know it sounds a bit snobby I don't want to do that, but like, because no, they're, they're fine, you know, it's they're, yeah. they're different beasts. But if you if you watch the Justice League and Shazam, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is a great. I'm not actually seen it yet, but oh, I've heard it very good. Okay. Yeah. Fucking ignore Joker. Okay, right. okay. okay. ignore Joker. Shazam. Two things going for it. One is brilliantly written, yeah. brilliant for, and it's a Christmas movie. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Ah, it's great. All right. I'm not gonna wait till Christmas to watch it. I watched Shazam. Yeah. Going, all right, because yeah. I've seen Aquaman, which I kind of enjoy, yeah. but it was a bit long. She's an absolute delight. Yeah. Oh, lovely film. And it's my family, and it's a. Oh, right. I'll, I'll save it for Christmas. Save it for Christmas. Christmas. It's well worth it. Yeah. And uh, why the fuck are we talking about that? <laughs> yeah. How are we going to that? Yeah, all the sort of horror nerds that are watching. What are we talking about? Yeah. People said it'd be a horror podcast. It took fuck all. We mentioned the thing twice. <laughs> Starts about carry on films. Yeah, right? that's it, yeah. Oh, God. Well, carry on screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good, it's got good horror stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, I remember, I mean, obviously, watched that in. would have been the 70s, 80s, yeah, yeah. I think when I was younger. And there was some scary bit, yeah. you know, as a child, yeah. the, the imagery there. Uh, I always remember the Kevin through it, fine tonight, uh, which is always funny. There we go. We've mentioned the carry on film. We're still about the technique. <laughs> it's pretty good going. You say you're not like a huge horror like nut, you know, you're saying yeah. you like horror books. So what other like would be the other notable exceptions? The thing is obviously one of your favourites, but what other um, um well the first Freddy uh Don't Run Up Street, oh, yeah. um, which I remember did scare me. Yeah, watching that. Um I said the Omen films. There was something about the first one. The first Omen I think is really good. I think if you watch the the, the Omen as it's almost like an adventure movie, yeah. it works really well. When like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But when I was 11, um, which was in, in 1982, which I maintain is the best year for cinema. All right. Um, in, but just the goal that, you know, when you, you're old enough to look at newspapers, I remember looking at, you know, seeing adverts for things, mm. like, you know, the newspapers, and it was just a film 19, you know, the film 82 was on, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I've completely forgotten about horror films. What were we talking about? It was the um, horror films. Horror films. Yeah, this. Uh, it'll come back to me. Uh, <laughs> we now have a brief interlude while we um, basically work out what the fuck is going on with Edward's brain. He's very early in the morning to be working. Well, I should explain as well. 
uh, we're, we're recording this in an old jail cell. Yeah, that's why it sounds quite echoing. Yeah. I've been let into a jail cell by Rob. He said, sit here, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and I'm pretty convinced that there's other victims in other jail cells <laughs> uh, in Colchester. Uh, send help. <laughs> um, we talk about films, classic films. This is Psycho. Oh yeah, I um, remember watching that on TV. True story. Watching that film, just as the bit as Arbogast, the detective is going up the stairs, and we had a power cut, and uh, I was on my own watching it. And, uh, it was a child at the time. Yeah. Uh, that was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. But a lot of that scene in the film. That, right? it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, the shower scene is classic, but that, that bit where yeah, they do that jump, jump scare, it's like a proper slightly movie jump scare. It is, and Hitchcock was just superb at those. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's a, such a great film, you can tell he's having such a Have you ever seen the sequel, Psycho 2? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's brilliant. I recently bought the Blu ray of it. Yeah, but, yeah, it's a yeah. really good film. Yeah, yeah there, there are some sequels to great things there. My yeah. Anthony Perkins really sold out as well. He was, yeah. he was quite creepy. He directed the third one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, Freddy Yeah, not very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember it very well. I remember. Oh, I think this is a weird setup where he's like calling into a radio station or something, right? Or he's calling into like a TV. Was that Psycho Four? That might be Psycho Four. Yeah. Psycho Four. I remember he's been not bad. And that was a T. Yeah, I mean, that's a TV movie. Yeah, one, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. But again, again, that's not too. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember Psycho Three to be honest. But yeah. no, Psycho Two is definitely like uh, Psycho Three had Jennifer Jason Lee in it. I think that says a lot about Psycho 3 that we were struggling to remember. All I know about is Anthony Perkins. Yeah, but as it regards to actual sort of films that scared me, um, uh, Fantasia. All right, what was in the. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. that terrifying when I was a child. That was just weird imagery going on there. Ah, terrifying film, The Black Hole. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, 1982. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is going on at the end of that film? They literally, it's a Disney movie, it's a Disney space adventure movie. It's their time they stole wasn't it? Yeah, basically. but at the end, the bad guys literally go to hell. <laughs> yeah. They do, do they? Yeah. What the, what the fuck? In many ways, it's a bit like Event Horizon. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, you're spot on. Event Horizon is just a remake of the Black Hole. All the way through the Black Hole. It's like adventure, 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 and then all of a sudden it becomes terrifying. <laughs> Anthony Perkins gets Mullenexed, <laughs> doesn't he? By the machine and the thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is like a PG Disney film. And then at the end, Maximilian Schnell and the robot yeah. become one. <laughs> and what the fuck? <laughs> I always say, like, kids' films, especially, like, there's something about something terrifying in a kids' film that is so good. I think it shapes you as a kid. Yeah. Like some of the uh, Disney films have got like how, what's it, is it? Um, Sleeping Beauty. I forgot. There's the yeah. Like, horror. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I think there's something about like and all the Indiana Jones films full of like horrendous gore. You know, when I was like, that's probably the reason I love horror movies is because of yeah. Raising the Lost Ark. Oh, Raising someone the face melts in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah. I, I remember watching that with uh, Ro- showing Rosie, yeah. and um, this is actually the first show uh, to films because I remember watching it showing Rosie, and my wife uh, sort of going, "Wait, why are you showing? Why are you showing it? It's, it's all right, you know. Yeah. You're just shooting Nazis. You know, you're never too young to learn." So the lesson was a good lesson yeah. to learn. Yeah. You're never too young to learn how to shoot a Nazi. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then she just remembered her just looking at me going, melty face, face. <laughs> uh, But yeah, that was fine. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's it. That wasn't terrifying. But it's just something, there's something about those sort of like 
stark, horrendous things you see in like kids' films today. Yeah. I don't really watch many kids' films, like modern ones, but they're still. Pixar has some quite like. Pixar deals with yeah. some. Fair play, there's yeah. some really grown up issues. Yeah. Uh, does it well, but obviously without the gore. Yeah, so, yeah. there's less gore in Toy Story 3. Really. Yeah, yeah there's, there's the cut scene where Buzz Lightyear goes on a rampage. <laughs> I mean, that's my sort of film, isn't that, it? That, I'm guessing the, the, the Rob, Saunders, <laughs> Rob Saunders Toy Story. Soon, we do. Yeah. Well, did you see there was the um, like there was a remake of Child's Play that came out recently, and all the posters, it came out the same day as Toy Story 4. All the posters for that was like it was like Chucky holding like a sort of butter woody yeah. arm or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. The film was particularly good. Uh, uh, there's a surprise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think um, does look good. Is this, we've seen the trailer for the new Invisible Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, you doesn't focus on man, mm. uh, which I think is brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, that should be interesting because like, they try to do like a reboot of the whole sort of uh, Marvel oh. monsters in the Marvel Universal monsters there we go there's an example of a film yeah. that was awful but not that bad which is the, the, the Mummy ok I've not watched it oh. a friend of mine who's a big big fan of like the sort of old horror movie story and so he said he just described it as a film he felt like he'd fallen asleep in <laughs> <laughs> didn't sell it to me to be fair yeah it's not great it's yeah. not great but again hit it at the right moment was that the film where they released a trailer for it where it hadn't, they messed up the audio for the trailer? Yeah, they, they released the trailer. Uh, there's a great, there's a fantastic sequence uh, with a crashing plane. Mm. And that was the trailer mostly, and which is great. You, you can imagine the game, some executive going, yeah, we just said it, would be amazing, and then more. And the problem is they released it without any backing track, so it only had like the grunts and moans of, <laughs> of Tom Cruise and the actors. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so it just it, oh that sounds amazing they, 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 those YouTube videos where people like, like do like a version they take out the music from like yes. a scene oh, in Star Wars or that, that, that's my favourite thing uh, big scenes without any back yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the Star Wars uh, this, this the metal ceremony yes yeah, yeah. and then just occasionally you hear Chewbacca just a few like awkwardly squeaking across the yeah <laughs> and the other one that's great is that again nothing to do with film whatsoever but there's uh, Mick Jagger and David Bowie <laughs> yeah, dancing in the street yeah. without the music that is amazing because it's the bit where they're like dancing on gravels and they're just standing like Philip doesn't yeah that video is pretty amazing it's pretty good it's pretty good <laughs> cool awesome I think uh, that's I'm sorry I've got to go no that's fine no, thank you very much for coming I really appreciate you taking your time out to come chat to me you just to think about a little bit yeah we kind of we kind of sort of talk if about people listen to horror movies they know they know the thing they don't know let's face it when people push play on this even if they've made it this far they knew that there was never going to be anything like that no exactly there wasn't going to be any such great things but it's been an absolute pleasure it's been absolutely fantastic thank you so much I really appreciate you making the time out thank you thank you